Good morning, guys, and welcome to episode seven of the Digital Commando Academy. We've got a real treat for you today. So today we're going to be talking about our Tuesday trends. So what are we going to be covering today? We're going to look at what is the current focus of our guests and what is their strategy that they're currently using in this kind of strange times that we're in. Uh, we'll also look at what kind of content to create and why and how to get that on social media. And then we'll look at their top three social media tips for success. So my guests for you today are Connor Grover, we've got James the Thai guy, and we've got Leon Street. So I'm going to bring him in. Here we go. How you doing, guys? You all right? Hi, morning. Thank you. Good morning. Looking forward to the interview. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much for joining me today. Um, guys, for those who are tuning in and watching live, remember the guys are giving up their time for you um, and we're going to try and add some value today. So if you do know anybody that you feel could benefit from learning some social media tips or a bit more about content or need a strategy in general, then make sure you tag them in the comments and share it with them. That would be massively appreciated. So guys, we'll get stuck into it. Um, I suppose the first thing we were going to go on to is what is your current strategy and focus? I know for us in Sigma and the Academy, our focus is our kind of focus and strategy is this. So we wanted to try and create content. There's a fantastic quote that I've mentioned in a couple of other shows, uh, which came from Frank Kern. And he says, um, show people you can help them by actually helping them. Now, I love this quote, and I think this is one that we've kind of put the, the show together for. So we bring on experts like yourself that can share their experience and their knowledge with, with everybody else. And, um, and yeah, hopefully they can gain benefit from it. And maybe one day down the line, they'll decide to work with us, which is great as well. So um, if we go straight over to Connor. Connor, do you want to talk about the strategy that you're using at the minute? Yeah, and uh, you literally just took the words out of my mouth there with that Frank Kern quote. Um, <laughs> I, I was literally getting prepared for this. I was like, right, I'll, I'll use that. The best way to help them is by helping them. Um, it's really that simple, law because as long as you're putting content out there that's helping people with the current problems right now, that's you know the best strategy that's stood the test of time. And the only thing that's different in terms of now compared to what was the quote-unquote the normal world beforehand is People have just got different problems, and as long as you're you're helping them with the current problems that they're facing right now, you know the the right people are going to come to you. Absolutely, um, James. What strategy have you got going on uh, yourself at the minute? So we are living in strange times, you know. In case anyone hadn't noticed, um, <laughs> and um, what was the norm and what we did do we're not doing anymore so you know um I, I don't know you know i'm a product guy and i i sell products and and the problem with product is that people unless they're like from amazon and relating to cutting your hair or eating or watching tv nobody really wants any products at the moment um so my strategy at the moment is um just continuing to put kind of, uh, content out there to be um, visible to people um, and to kind of double down on what I'm doing. So there's a lot of talk of pivoting and you know, all these magic words about kind of like, you know, like changing everything that you're doing. And I think what I've decided to do is to kind of double down on what I'm doing at the moment and just keep putting content out there, keep being visible so that when the world goes back to whatever the new normal is going to be, my content's still there and still visible. It's not going anywhere, you know, um, like, uh, you know, Insta posts, Facebook posts are they are once people go back to going to the office and stuff like that and just being visible and still being a person a brand that they recognize is going to set you in good stead for when the world gets back to a bit more of whatever the new normality is going to be absolutely and i suppose you you work in a, a non-traditional side as well as the, the kind of i say non-traditional i i class digital marketing as traditional now which is the opposite <laughs> <laughs> The traditional side for me, I guess. But you, you do a lot of work in the, the print side as well, don't you? Yeah, so but I, I run a, a branding company. How's that been affected? And are you guys still currently moving forward with that? Or, you, or how does that, how's that work? At the so I, so the, the traditional things that we would be doing this year all relate to um, events, expos, shows, and none of them are a thing. Like, literally none of them are a thing. Um, and it's not just the case that new orders haven't been coming in for those. It's like orders that we've had long-standing for months and months. People are saying, well, I'm cancelling my event. I don't need stuff. I'm not going to give you the copy and I want to cancel. Um, so um, I think what we have now done is we've, we have, to an extent, changed focus somewhat in that we've always done uniform. Uh, we've always done work where we've always done PPE and, and, and stuff like that. 
Um, and we work with quite a lot of kind of NHS trusts and also non-government things like nursing homes and, and, and stuff like that. Um, so what we've done is we've focused very much on that side of our business and helping those um, those parts of, of government and industry by sourcing things. Um, because for all there's a lot of talk of uh, for all there's a lot of talk of how amazing certain elements of of, of the world are at sourcing product, they're not really. Um, you know, and, and what they rely on is they rely on businesses like us and, and, and particularly that part of our business to actually help them source these products, bring them into the country or find them wherever they are in the country and then supply them on. Um, what, what you've got to be really careful at the moment is that, um, you know, money's tight, not necessarily enough people are happy to spend money, but what you don't want to be doing is you don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be the person who's kind of profiting from all of this um, so you know what we're making sure is we're making sure that even though our costs are going up so for instance products that you're bringing in from China now are two, three, four, five, ten times what they used to cost um, what we're trying to do now is keep those costs as low as we can to the end user, to the NHS trust, to the nursing homes, to the, the businesses is it's not their fault yeah, absolutely. I think this, this is quite a key thing at the minute it is trying to we're all in a very, very similar position. Businesses across the board, regardless if you're in marketing or anything else. And I think that's what it is. And it's great to see, actually, you see it so much online at the minute where there are lots and lots of businesses really going out of their way to help each other. Um, and it's, it's really, really nice to see. So, um, yeah, it's good that you're doing that. Thank you. Um, Leon, we jump over to yourself. Mm -hmm. So what's the question? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask as well. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. I should remind you. Um, so we're talking about what is your current kind of focus and what, what's your strategy at the minute while we're cool. kind of so, going through this kind of thing. So, um, you know, I'm a, I call myself a visionary marketing coach. So I run my own campaigns and I advise other businesses on what they're doing and coach them. And I'll, I'll share with you both angles that I'm taking. Um, so my own strategy is, is very simple. It's to pay attention to what's going on in the market and show that you care. That's, that, that's the, the bottom baseline for where I come from. And, and what I mean by that is, is very simple. There's a lot of people who react in the moment. Um, but what I would say that the biggest thing you can do is pay attention to the signs so that you're proactive, you're, you're acting ahead of things. You're not waiting, as an example, for a government handout or waiting for what the prime minister's teams are going to say. As a business owner, I've already looked at, well, what's going on around the world? What are the big companies doing? What are they changing? How have they adapted? And paying attention to those signs. Because if you look, the big companies are probably about two to four weeks ahead of small businesses. And the reason for that is, um, just like the Thai guy was just saying, um, they're, they're ahead in terms of supply chain, they're ahead in terms of um, cash flow movements, stock market movements. And so they're already seeing the signals, but as a small business owner, what tends to happen is you, you, you put your blinkers on and you think this is the world. Mm -hmm. And if that is your world in terms of you're not paying attention to the environment, you end up catching up too late. And so for instance, um, I also do workshops and I you know, run numerous workshops on marketing and helping business owners to grow their business. And one of the signs for me was I was promoting one of my upcoming workshops in Birmingham and London at the beginning and end. So at the end of February and beginning of March, mm -hmm. and I was running campaigns and I started to see there was um, people signing up for the, the workshops and then all of a sudden, two weeks before the end of Feb, they started to die down. And then London, dramatically, there was just no conversions. Mm -hmm. And it was at that point, I already started to see like, ah, there's a big shift in the dynamic of what people are willing to commit to. And obviously being in person, um, that it just didn't happen. So what I did was pivot. I was already paying attention to the science. I do a lot of online marketing already. And I set up something called the Online Business Summit. And uh, we had over 400 business owners register for it. And so what I did was take what I was doing offline i wasn't doing all my marketing offline but i took the 50 percent share what i was doing offline and just moved it all online and successfully um what i'm advising my clients to do is pretty much the same thing it's it's looking at what you have even if you have um products or services you have to deliver in person um or or give to people your clients in person what can you do so whether it's content you publish online or even mini courses like how to do something for yourself and and because of that it just gives you the opportunity to stay present, which is the critical thing um, in terms of your audience. 
Yeah, I love that. And I think this is this is quite key. And for it's almost an opportunity for lots of businesses to look at their current um, I suppose their current situation, what they currently provide. And I've seen so many change, only slightly change the products that they maybe would normally deliver into an online type package, even things that even pubs that we work with. Um, pubs have kind of gone from, okay, we can't bring people into the pub and serve food and drinks, but what we can do is either deliver or um, you can come and collect it. So it is kind of not looking at this. There's lots of other people that have kind of just gone, right, no, I'll close the doors and that's kind of it. But I like the I like the businesses that are kind of innovating and looking at the opportunities within this. Um, and I think it's a really, well, it's, it's really, really key to success, I think, in the future. Um, we've had a couple of questions come in. Um, let's pull one up. So we've got one here from Courtney. Uh, where do you find your inspiration from when you're feeling a little bit stuck? Uh, Connor, should we jump over to you? Um, yeah, good question. That uh, where do you find your inspiration? I suppose, I suppose it's sort of it's not really that you're you're looking for inspiration anyway. You've just sort of sometimes got to knuckle down and just drag yourself through it, um, rather than actually waiting and looking for inspiration. You've just got to sort of almost force it out. And and I think the more action that you actually take the more momentum you actually develop anyway. So it's more of a case of being uh, disciplined rather than inspired uh, from my perspective anyway, from my point of view. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, it's confusing, isn't it? Inspiration. Yeah, it's a, it's a strange one. I think there's you'd have probably seen that, again, I'm a big fan of Frank Kern. I'm sure you've watched a lot of Frank <coughs> Kern as well. He did um, a, there was a video with him, um, Tony Robbins, and another guy, and I can't remember who the other guy was, where they're talking about movement and effort and if you put how much you kind of throw yourself into something and then you get the actions out and when you get positive um, and a positive outcome it gives you that same sense of the internal feeling is oh i did something my action worked and it then becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy although if it doesn't work it, it does the opposite when somebody goes do you know when someone goes into something half-assed and they kind of say oh well i will give it a go but i don't really think it will work and they kind of go, okay, well, I'll put a little bit of action into it. Then they get lousy little results. And then they kind of tell themselves at the end, well, I told you it didn't work. Well, yeah. And then it, and then it becomes a downward spiral. So I get that. I think the inspiration of that is kind of to really put, when you go into something, really throw yourself into it. Um, and then when you get great results, you become kind of inspired. And then you can do it again. So I really like that. I think there's two points from that. I, I think... Uh, I think there's two things there. I think the first one is one, not to wait for inspiration. Um, just get stuck in and continue doing what you're doing. Um, because, um, like we've just been said, kind of momentum builds momentum. And the second thing I think which is as important as where you get inspiration from is where not to try and find the inspiration from. And that's um, social media and the news at the moment. Uh, mm -hmm. It's so full of people naysaying and being negative and, you know, you can't open up your news feed without half of the people you, you know um, you know, everything's doom and gloom, everything's terrible, I can't get this, this isn't working, this doesn't happen, blah, blah, blah. And I think you have to, you have to, as much as trying to find the positives, you have to be very, very conscious and very careful to turn down the negatives because nothing sucks your enthusiasm. It's more about, for me, more about enthusiasm than inspiration at the moment. I think what you've got to try and do is use your enthusiasm to build momentum in what you are doing rather than trying to find inspiration to do new things. Yeah, absolutely. I love that as well, because I think you're right about a motivation, the, 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 the motivation side, as in just get kind of stuck in, um, because I think that's that is definitely the key to where it where it's at to get in the results anyway. Uh, but people have to remember just because and I don't don't watch the news. I stopped watching the news weeks ago. I completely agree with you. It's just so it's horrible, isn't it? It's, it's just like it's just a complete mood hoover was something I heard the other day. I, I love that. Um, and I watch I watch CNN at bedtime just because it's the most entertaining thing in the history of the world. It is like literally like a soap opera at the moment, CNN. Oh God, it is. Um, I'm trying to avoid the news and trying to get stuck in with yeah positive influences, and I think that is key. Uh, Leon, do you want to mm. input for that question? Yeah, sure. Um, thanks for the question, Courtney. I, I think you know I kind of like what the guys touched on in terms of inspiration, and I'll tell you what inspiration is when you're looking for it. It's a sign that you're not following your vision yeah because you're seeking something external that's the first thing and when you're seeking something external you just know that you're on that path that you need to go within and it is a bit more of a spiritual answer and i'll tell you this from experience because 
Um, I've been in business, running businesses for uh, professionally since 2004. Um, before that, it was a hobby kind of side hustle while I was doing A-levels, university, all those different things. Um, but the point I want to get to is if you're looking for inspiration, it's because you're not fired up about what it is that you're doing. Yeah. And it might be that whether you're in a job or a business because of circumstance and you need to kind of make ends meet, you need to you know, put food on the table, so to speak. That's OK. But what's not OK is when you don't put time into the thing that you are passionate about or, or you know, learning a skill to to move you forward into that thing that you, you really want to do, whether it's serving your audience, serving your clients, whatever it is. And I think when you tap into that and you understand that it isn't external to you, it's within you, like nothing really stops you. And I, I've had those times where I force myself to wake up early in the morning because I'm like, I've got to do something. I've got to be busy. And you just end up a busy fool because you're, you're doing stuff you think you need to be doing. But inside you know that it's not firing you up it's not juicing you up you, you know you you're just not compelled mm. and uh, i'll give you another example whereas when i wake up now i wake up because i already know what i'm i'm focused on creating at least for the next 10 years i've got goals over the next 90 days and i'm really focused short term but i know what the ultimate goal is and so i don't have to look externally like when i wake up I'm waking up because A, I'm, I'm going to fulfill on the work that I'm passionate about. B, the people around me, my family, my friends, um, my clients, they're all going to benefit from that. And I think the more that you look into to that side of fulfilling yourself, you won't look for inspiration elsewhere. And um, it's kind of like what the guys have said already, when you're busy creating your own thing, honestly, w when you get into it, deep into it, the creative flow really just takes over. It's almost like if you if you use the example of somebody like um, a famous artist, yeah, and, and people admire their work, like Leonardo da Vinci, like, wow, how could you create such amazing, you know, artwork? But it's the same for business owners. When you're so passionate and fired up about creating that thing, whether it's a product, a service, or a course, or whatever it is, it's like, it just it it takes you way beyond inspiration and there is another famous quote so i'll add to the fact that these guys are all bringing up quotes from frank <laughs> and various people um zig ziglar said it um motivation doesn't last that's why he recommends taking a bath daily right it's the same thing you know there are going to be some times where for instance like the crisis going on right now where you can get caught up in the news you can get caught up in um you know kind of the negative connotations and aspects of what's going on but when you're fueled by your vision None of that shit matters. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. No, I, like I, that. I think it's also it's also okay not to be doing something. You know, it's it's yeah. there's this thing at the moment. This is another social media thing at the moment, which is all these people kind of online going, you must be moving forward, you must be striving, you must be pushing, you must be like, you know, posting, you know, doing this. And it's okay to just take a break and chill. It's yeah. fine. It's like, yeah. you know, if you can if you can afford to do it, if you know, if if you've got food on the table and you're going, you know what, today I just really can't be asked. That's okay. That's all right. There's nothing, there's no rule book at the moment. The rule book is wrapped up and thrown in the bin, you know, so that's fine as well. Some days I wake up and go, nah, do you know what? Today I'm just going to sit and watch a movie. I don't think there's yeah. anything wrong with that. And we've said it's lockdown or quarantine or whatever you want to call it. It's not a productivity competition. It's yeah. definitely not. Uh, but, but Leon, I love your points about, um, yeah, people not doing, I get, I get it when people have to put food on the table and you're kind of in a job that you don't do. But I love that, what you just said about, but make sure they've, they're taking time for the thing that, that does drive them and does inspire them and, and, and that side of things. Because 30% of our life is doing the, the job. If we're a business owner, actually, it's significantly more than that, as we all know. But yeah. you need to be spending that part of your life, a massive chunk of your life, and we only get it once. So, yeah, make sure people are doing that. And also 90-day planning that you said that you do. Um, that's so key to businesses. If anybody doesn't do 90-day planning, then definitely find a way to do that. We've got a coach, Kevin Riley, who actually does coach that really, really well. Um, so, guys, yeah, definitely get onto the 90-day planning. Right, let's get on to the next point. We've got what content to create and why. Now, we did touch upon this ever so briefly in the beginning, which was about oh, like the content we create, which is to try and add value. Um, and essentially, that's it for us, add value to people now. And then in the long term, especially if you can't, if you're in a business at the minute that can't deliver a product because it's just not viable for your business, then at least now I say, use this time to add value to the audience, 
build rapport, build relationships so that when we're kind of out of this, it's a good time to really um, to engage with your audience and then potentially sell to them when when we're out of this kind of crisis. But um, Connor, for yourself, I know this is a, definitely a huge topic for you. Um, so what content are you kind of creating at the minute or what would you advise people to be creating at the minute? Yeah, so at the moment, again, it sort of goes back to that first point of, like the goalposts right now might have changed in terms of you know the environment that we're in but the principles never change and really it's going to come down to think asking the question what is um <laughs> cheers there sandy just seeing that comment so the i think the question really is it comes down to you know what are the problems that your customers or clients or just people who you can help what are the problems they are facing right now and what is the solution that you can provide to that problem that's that's what it always comes down to at the end of the day and um you know running the gym uh, on the side and having people who i'll train in person right now maybe they obviously they can't train in person so how do you pivot that way well what are the other problems that these people are facing um so again from the health and fitness standpoint you know the problems that these people are facing is you know they're gonna um be stuck inside and they, they might be snacking quite a lot and they might be as a result of that you know they're, they're feeling a bit sluggish they've got less energy so there's a, there's a problem there still that you can provide and uh, help them with a solution to and it applies to every business you've just got to get your thinking cap on ask the questions you know what a problem what are the problems people are having right now how can i help them and then how can i provide some content that will help that provide the solution to that problem and if there isn't a problem right now what's a problem that they're probably going to have in a few months down the line okay so if you can't think of something right now that you can help them with what's something that they're going to need help with down the line that you can sort of um pre-frame some content around yes yeah, well i think that that was quite key about asking the question so if people don't know what those questions are that they need to create content around then go on your social media or email people and ask them to say, look, what are you struggling with at the minute so that we can answer those questions for you? So I think, yeah, absolutely great idea. Um, over to you, James. I think that for me at the moment, um, the question around content or the, the, the important thing around content at the moment is about continuing um, consistent content. Um, in, in our world at the moment where structure has kind of vanished, you know, where people are getting up at two o'clock in the afternoon and sitting up till four o'clock in the morning or they don't know what day of the week it is, I've started putting a post up every day on my LinkedIn that just um, is a picture of me with it's Monday or it's Tuesday written next to it um, because there are so many people that don't actually know what day of the week it is at the moment. Um, and I think just being consistently there and showing up and just continuing to kind of do what you've been doing um, so that people know that there's, you know, that, that you're still there and that you're still doing what you're doing. I think something else that I've noticed as well is is about, um, at the moment, content is about as much as about excluding people who aren't your customers or aren't your audience, um, as it is about um, gaining audience or about... Um, um, speaking to the people who are because there's an awful lot more people on social media than where um, and what you've got to be really careful not to try and do is be all things to all people because they're there oh my god you know my, my views on LinkedIn have gone up from this to this but a lot of those people aren't going to be your customer so keep speaking to your customer and keep working out whether or not those other people are your customer and if they're not then it's great that they're there it's great that they're looking at your stuff but continue to communicate with the people who are and do it consistently yeah, I think this is, is something else. So I noticed um, another business. I can't remember if they were, they might have been an IT business or something. And what they, something they did and I actually really, really liked because lots of people are making assumptions at the minute that staff are furloughed. So the business might not be open. They changed their, I think it was their Facebook uh, page banner image to um, we are open, business as usual. And I quite like that because it's just reminding the audience that we're still here, we're still working. And if you do need our help, then feel free to come to us. Um, and I think that that was a really good way to do it. So yeah, spot on. Um, over to you, Leon. Yeah, um, I, I really um, resonate with obviously what the guys are sharing. Um, there's some good comments I see as well coming through. Um, so I'll check those out as well others, um, on this interview. But um, the, the content approach for me has, it's very similar to what, what the guys are saying in terms of you've got to focus on what's the problem that your audience are going through now. And then equally, um, the people who are watching, not everybody who is watching, do you want as customers or even, you know, might even be, you know, potential fans because partly the content is to serve your niche, your target audience, but it's also to qualify the right people in and disqualify the right people out. And so I also agree with that. 
Um, I think in terms of content, you, you just have to focus on what is the problem that your audience are going through right now, right now. So the problem you may have sold five, six weeks ago is not the problem people have right now. And you're right, because, you know, some businesses, um, they're having to send their staff home. They're not working. They can't be in person and deliver the very thing that they would normally do. Um, so people are at home. They've got pressures of kids. They've got pressures of I'm not used to working from home. I usually wake up. I have a routine. And now you're you're trying to change something that I've done maybe 5, 10, 20 years. And now I'm having to change that. And that's a big psychological challenge. So the more you focus on what people are going on or, or going through right now emotionally and you take that into account. So it's not like, oh, I'm delivering this type of service or this type of product. And that's the only thing people are, are really going to have on their mind. It, you know, the, the, the biggest success that you'll find in any marketing is how you connect to a person emotionally. And so coming from a place of empathy, understanding where they are, but also showing them that there is maybe a different approach. That's critical uh, for businesses who, and I guess this was one of the comments who were traditionally offline and want to kind of pivot online. Yeah, it, it might just be creating different things. Um, I saw yesterday a restaurant, I can't remember the name of the restaurant, where they've now started doing, I think, like Facebook Lives and giving recipes that their normal customers can now cook at home. Yeah, because reality is when restaurants are open, people will want to get out because they've been trapped for so yeah. long. They'll want to get back to the restaurants. Um, there's other examples where I had um, a past client get in touch with me that they offer like wedding suit hire and well, um, and it's all done in person. People come and fit themselves in the stores and, and they, they reached out to me and said, Leon, we need to do this online. You know, what options have we got? And I shared with them what they can do. I've got other people who, let's say they provide a service, but usually it was provided offline and it's just the fact that they were in a habit of doing it offline they never transition online so the thought of now going online is kind of like just blown their mind mm. and some of the times people just don't know solutions exist um so for instance like zoom that's that's got massive why because the british parliament started using it the prime minister gave you the biggest endorsement ever so then people got onto zoom people are having zoom parties so it's not just communicating with friends and family it's like how can you do that with your business for your audience? And I think that's the critical piece. Just look, people need a, a guiding light in all of this, no matter what it is that you provide. And as long as you're positioned in a way that you're there to help, you're providing something that people can connect with, they are going to buy from you or they're going to follow you and then buy from you as, as you know you come out of this. And the final piece I, I, I want to add to this is it's not just about your content, guys. Don't get all caught up in content, especially if you have something to sell still keep selling you know you run you're running a business you're not running a charity where you're just going to give stuff away for free and this is another thing it's like people are like well you know so many people are going through these challenges i don't know if they got cash it's a myth there, there are people out there with cash i've been you know brought on 11 new clients onto a new coaching program in the past two weeks you know people want a way out you know there's not everybody's thinking let me preserve cash i'm not spending anything there's other people who say you know what i'm in a position where i have money and i don't want to just sit here so um, I just wanted to add that as a kind of a, a caveat onto creating content because it, you know, create content and give value, 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 but add your call to action, guys. You know, it's the same thing as Gary Vaynerchuk put out before, jab, 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 right hook. And that's what that I would say to you, focus on. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> that's a point I'll pick up on that because um, the out of routine thing we spoke about is if anybody is struggling with routine, um, then check out yesterday's show because we did talk about that because that is really difficult for people that especially are used to they're mm. setting their way and they're setting a routine, which yep. is really healthy and a good thing until we're put in a situation where you it has to change. It's not yep. like we're, we can't, we're changing it now for the sake of changing it. We have got no other choice. And I know that can have a big emotional effect on people. So if anybody does struggle with, either getting into a routine or setting a new one, then um, yesterday's show would be really good for them. And also- I, I think you know, a, a really good, sorry, a really good point as well is that if anyone's waiting for the world to get back to normal, you're gonna be waiting for a long time because it's not <laughs> going back to normal. There is, a, yeah. there is gonna be a new normal and that normal is gonna involve people working from home. It is gonna involve more Zoom and uh, calls. It is gonna involve um, people being more hesitant to go to restaurants and pubs and bars and clubs. They're still going to do it because they still want to get out, but they're not going to be doing it as much and they're not going to be doing it the same way. So normal is, I, I put a quote up on my social media a couple of weeks ago and it went mental, which was, um, there is no past, there is only the future because everything that we knew was a thing is kind of no longer a thing. 
um, yeah. and, it, and, it, and we're kind of starting from the zero. It's like we've got this kind of like, you know, post-apocalyptic kind of, you know, dystopian future ahead of us, which is probably going to be awesome because sometimes what the world needs is a bit of a kick up the arse. I totally agree. I think this is, I like that quote, the new normal, because it is going to be a new normal. It's not going to go back to the way it was before by any stretch of the imagination. And and Liam, what you said about a minute ago, I, I use this quote a lot as well. People, are, we're, we're businesses, not charities. And although it is great to try and help other businesses out um, where they're struggling at the minute and creating content around stuff that can help people, which I totally agree with. Remember that, yeah, we are businesses and it, it's, don't be afraid to sell. Like you're not doing anything wrong by selling at this time. You're still a business. You still need to put food on the table, especially small businesses. Don't be afraid to sell. Obviously have empathy, but still continue to sell your products. You're a business, you're providing a service, and there's no reason why you can't get paid for it. We're not getting free shopping from Tesco, are we? So it's it's not really any different. Um, James, you got told off for not wearing a tie, mate. <laughs> I'm never that far away. They're always oh, about. I may not have one on. Not, I might not have them on, but they're here. They're here. This is the There's famous flamingo tie that everybody goes nuts about. Um, little flamingos on it. Oh, um, so uh, yeah, I don't. The thing is, this is the thing. I don't always wear a tie, and, and that's the whole point. Um, <laughs> it's about the right thing for the right time. And at ten o'clock on a, a Tuesday, it's Tuesday. At ten o'clock on a Tuesday morning, when I'm sitting in my bed doing a, you know, an online thing, I'm not necessarily going to be sitting in a chart and tie. But I think what's important is that to me and what a message, one of the bits of content and one of the messages I'm getting out to people is, you don't have to live in all day PJs. You know, it's not a case of all structure hasn't evaporated. The whole world hasn't changed. You have control of what you do. And the structure that you put in your day is your structure to put in your day. Somebody put in the comments about, uh, Philip put in, try having two kids um, and you'll be up at 7 o'clock, 7.30 every morning. Do you know what? That's fantastic because that's a part of your structured day that you've always had and that you will continue to have. It's like the summer holidays, you know. Um, I think people are still in Christmas mode at the moment. You know, it's like it's like that, you know, that long period of, you know, the, the two weeks between Christmas and New Year when you're off work and you're eating 10 times more than you should eat and you get up at four in the afternoon and you're watching I Hard three times a day. People are still in, in that mode. And I think as people start to come out of that mode, those structures will become more and more important. And the products and services that they are buying, that they're now not buying as much, they'll go back to buying because I think in the next few days, April pay packets are going to land. And when mm. April pay packets land, people are going to go, oh, hang on, I can't go to the pub and I can't go to a restaurant, um, you know, and, and, and I can't go to the cinema. I've got some money sitting in my bank. What am I going to spend it on? Absolutely. I think we had another question come in as well, actually, if we can if we can kind of fly through this one quite quick, um, which was for, I think it's more towards you, Leon. Are you still planning your live events in anticipation of the day that we get out of, um, obviously, lockdown? Um, I'm planning them, but I'm also looking at, you know, the reality of human beings. Human beings will be cautious coming out of this, whether they believe, you know, in, in what's going on or not, or whether they've experienced it, you know, close to home. And it's kind of like, you know, uh, unless you see an image of a child starving in you know a poor country you know is it ever present in your mind yeah and mm -hmm. so the, the the metaphor that i'm using there is there's going to be people who haven't experienced um this coronavirus personally so those people may be a little bit more confident to let's say venture out to go to events and there's going to be other people who they're like you know what I, I can't even trust people when we're not in a when we're not in a virus to even keep themselves clean and sanitize and wash their hands you know the, i've got a, a friend like this who's an ocd around people sneezing near him and coughing um and i've been with him a few times and he's nearly going to fight because of it and um, because he's so ocd about germs and stuff and the, the point I want to get to is I'll be looking at doing events again, but it won't be my first priority now because I'm going to need to see what other event organizers are going to do. And this is, again, paying attention to the big guys. So the big companies that put on big marketing events, yeah, they're going to be looking to get 500, 1,000 people in the room. I'm going to be seeing what they do because they're going to spend the money first. They've got a bigger budget than me. And then I will I will be able to assess what's going on and move quickly. So I'm not going to hold back and not do events, but I'm going to pay attention to the science. So I'm not going to start setting up events and whatever and then just running them. 
I will take a risk assessment as a business owner, as any business owner should. They should like analyze what's going on and then make a decision and you know be aware of what impact it could have on you. Absolutely, I think that's that's really really good advice for small businesses not to kind of just kind of try and throw themselves back into it. Just hold off and see what the big companies are doing, and yeah, use the data and the money that they're spending on it to get that information. Um, okay, guys, going going back to kind of advice then. Um, social media um obviously mm. there's loads of those going on we've kind of covered quite a bit on it today but what would be your three top social media tips for success during this time so we jump over to connor yes so going back to what leon was saying there as well as like not being afraid to sell so the first thing i would say is that warren buffett quote is you know be um be fearful when others are greedy and be greedy when others are fearful so like go on the attack with, with your your selling your advertising still just go the same as normal you know if you're marketing on facebook for example facebook ads are the cheapest that they've ever been you know in terms of getting uh leads and clicks things like that so don't be hesitant don't hold back on things so the first thing is just to go in with that mindset don't be thinking you know like what we were just talking about there about feeling everything's scarce and no one's going to buy yes they are so dive into it you know go on the offense and then just make sure that you've just as always as you normally would have your systems in place, have a, a system to attract your ideal customers and then have a system in place to convert those people that you've attracted into customers. So whether you're getting people to join your Facebook group, whether you're getting people on an email list, whether you're getting someone's uh, contact details, you know, still have them systems in place and keep it running as normal. Um, like I said, the goalposts might have changed, but the principles all stay the same. So as long as you can adapt those principles to the current environment we're in, there should be no reason as to why you know, you can't keep moving forwards in your business. Hundred percent. And I think I love how you said that about Facebook because I say it all the time, but it's good to hear it from somebody else. That if you're a business at the minute and you are actively able to sell your products, then number one, don't feel bad about it, and number two, get stuck into it because Facebook yeah. ads genuinely are the cheapest they've ever, I cheapest I can remember them being. Like my yeah. my cost per engagement at the minute is like 0.003p or something which is nothing at all our cost per lead is about 50p when it's normally about eight quid like it's incredible it's really really good at the minute so i would say if somebody's tested it before obviously you need to know what you're doing to get the results yeah. anyway. and if anybody struggles the digital commander academy is now open but if <laughs> If anybody wants, well, just kind of, if you if you know what you're doing, then yeah, definitely. It's a great time, great time to get stuck into it. Um, James, over to you, your three top tips for social media success. Uh, so I think my three top tips for social media success would be, uh, I've covered one already, which is be consistent, show up, um, you know, uh, put your message out there, um, continue to put your message out there and, and keep being visible and keep being present. Uh, second one is to add calls to action. So, you know, it's that doesn't change. People haven't suddenly decided um, that they will buy or they won't buy differently than they ever have. Um, so, you know, one of the biggest things, the biggest mistakes that people make on social media is that they don't add call to action. They don't tell people what to do next. Um, you know, to make sure all of your posts, all of your, you know, all of your content has a call to action saying, you know, this is this is how to buy, this is how to subscribe, this is how to join, this is how to... And I think the third thing is, um, and this is very relevant to now, is please be aware that the content that you put out personally has a direct correlation to the product that your business puts out. So, for instance, at the moment, there are a lot of people who um, are, you know, very accomplished businessmen and business people who have products that I absolutely love and adore, but at the moment they're showing themselves to be people who I wouldn't do business with on social media on a personal level. And because on a personal level, I don't like where they are at the moment or where they're going or what they're saying, I'm probably not going to do business with them. And I think that's really important as people are using social media more and more at the moment personally and people's views are becoming uh, you know, more polarised and, and, and stronger about things. I think you've got to be very careful that your personal content doesn't overshadow or undermine your business content. So those would be my thing. Yeah, I really like that. I think that's it is one thing that we've spoken about a lot probably years ago now. Um, and it kind of took a bit of a backseat. And I know that we used to do it at Sigma as it was a service that we used to provide quite a lot, which was all about online reputation management for businesses, but looking at what their employees are doing on a day-to-day -day basis. And we used to actually do audits for law firms on we would check out all of their employees' social media and highlight any potential 
risks or things that didn't look quite good and on brand for them. Um, but yeah, there are privacy settings if people want to lock down their Facebook um, because potentially the people that are, they're connected to aren't ever going to be clients. If they've solely kept it for friends, then make sure it's locked down and keep your, your opinions to yourself in that sense. Mm. Um, and just, yeah, be aware because I think there's so many people now, like we've got businesses that we've got, we've worked with for years that we won't work with now um, purely because of their the way that some of the directors or employees have kind of come out and said things like um, we don't care about our clients at the minute and they, didn't, they weren't that blunt, but they kind of were because they're saying, well, we're on furlough. We can't talk to anybody while we're on furlough. So it doesn't matter if it's an emergency. We're not going to get back to you until after this. Now, I'm not being funny, but if we've got an emergency as a business and all I need is a quick email from you and you're going to use furlough as an excuse not to send me a quick email, we won't be working with you after this pandemic. I'm sorry. We'll find somebody else that would take the hit for us in that sense. Um, so I think it's, yeah, be conscious of what people, are, what you're saying before, because it does have a direct impact on your business and people want to work with you. Um, Leon, over to you. Yeah, um, I really like the suggestions of what the guys have said already. Consistency is probably your biggest piece, guys. Um, everybody watching this right now. Because um, here's what usually happens to most people. And then I'm going to touch on some of the other points that the guys raise and just add to them. Um, a lot of the times you're thinking, well, what content do I create? Um, now, there's uh, I have with my clients, I share 35 different types of story angles you can use when you're creating content. And so what I'd say to you is look at the exact problem that your audience have now and get a sheet of paper and put, here is the problem. And underneath that problem, write down all the symptoms that people are going through. So it could be emotional challenges and problems with being a parent at the moment and trying to get things done. Um, being a business owner who is you know, trying to keep things together financially. And there's going to be challenges around, um, you know, how they, they deliver their services or how they do what they do. And what I'd say is you're going to end up with something like five to ten different symptoms of the problem your product or service can help them with. And start doing Facebook lives on how you, how they can get over those each one of those symptoms, not the overall problem. Focus on each of the symptoms because that's going to give you at least five to ten days worth of content. If you do a Facebook live every other day, that's going to take you into somewhere in the region of ten to twenty days worth of content. So that's just a quick tip that you can implement, guys. Don't overthink it. Write down three bullets for each symptom of what you're going to speak about, and just turn you know your phone on or your computer on and just hit facebook live and just go if you think about it and try and get it all perfect hollywood and so on it ain't going to work look i'm in my son's bedroom right now like you can see there's his batman picture there's his goals this is his gaming computer behind me and it's because uh, you know in the house there's we've all got different setups in the house i mean my fiance she runs a marketing company herself she she helps people create online courses she's doing a live call right now in the lounge that's that's our usual home setup but i can't be there so i'm in my son's bedroom so don't overthink perfection right now just think showing up consistency and you know that's what both the guys have already said um the second thing is um do add your call to actions and if you're struggling with the structure i do offer a free guide called the five step social media formula um i don't know how i can share that um stefan but it's available if you go to leonstreet.com forward slash five steps it's free to download um and you know if your viewers want it afterwards i'll send you the link as well um but i show you the five steps to simply structure whether it's a text post or a video and it includes all the things we've all spoken about as well as a call to action and how to use real scarcity if that is a thing where you have a limited number of options or you've got deadlines around the things that you're doing. So that's number two. Um, and number three, you know, with with what's going on right now, there's there's probably a lot of people sharing their opinion and rightly so. Some of the guys have picked up on already and I, I want to share this as well. If you have a business and usually show up on social media as the business, now's the time to show up on your personal profile as well. Yeah. So I see a lot of people, especially on Facebook, who set all their privacy settings high. They're interacting in Facebook groups. And just imagine if you've interacted, commented, and somebody thinks that you know what you've put down is a valued point, they come to your profile 
and then they can't see anything about what you do, whether it's your company or even the service or products you provide, because all your privacy settings are on the high, and they can't see anything about you, even a web address or a link to your Facebook page, you're missing an opportunity, guys. So consider, consider your privacy settings. Now, this is leading on from uh, Mr. Tiger's comment, which is, if you are sharing stuff that is personal to you and you know that it's going to either offend your target audience or the stuff that you're sharing isn't really in alignment with your values and you've kind of, you've kind of gone off on you know a tangent or just something you really just want to explore be mindful of it because if you are setting yourself up in the public domain you could disqualify and you know really just get people who you would want as customers and and they won't want to know you so take that into consideration and here's the thing that i always say and this is personal to me guys what you see is what you get. I don't show up differently on my personal profiles or my business profiles as some other Leon Street. I am Leon Street. And the reason why I know that is because I'm clear on who I am. You know, like I spoke about earlier about the comment about inspiration. When you're fired up by your vision and you know you're on purpose and what it is that you're here to do to serve your community, to serve your clients, you know, there shouldn't be another you. It should just be, you know, you, the one you, and just show up as you consistently. So that's my advice. Absolutely. I think that's really, really good. And we've dropped in the link in the comments, guys, if anybody does want to check out uh, Leon's five-step social media formula, the link is in the comments. So go and... Can I add one more Can I add one more small thing, which is, um, yeah. I've discovered this, if you schedule your posts at the moment, do not schedule your posts. In my opinion, um, the situation in the world we're living in at the moment is way too fluid. Um, so the last thing you want is... 35 seconds after, you know, the number 10 Downing Street um, thing goes on social media saying that we've had the worst day we've ever had, is your post going up, going, yeah, life's wonderful. Life's not wonderful at that moment. So, you know, it's about, literally, it's about showing up at the moment and about adapting to the scenario and the situation. So it's, you know, if, if you're one of these guys that schedules your post 30 days in advance, um, one, I'm not a big fan of doing that anyway in the normal situation, but at the moment, we don't even know what three days in advance is going to be like, never mind 30 days in advance. Um, you know, I think one of the worst ones I found was, or one of the ones that made me kind of go, whoa, was, um, you know, and the day that we had the biggest kind of death toll from Corona, about 25 seconds after I saw a post on social media from a holiday company telling me how to go on holiday so that I could go away in 2020. And I kind of went, well, yeah, okay. They obviously it was obviously scheduled weeks and weeks and weeks ago. I, I would move away from that. And if you've got post scheduled, I would probably dial back on them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there's no excuse for it at the minute, is it? So if you're at home and you're in front of a laptop and you're not running around and you're not stuck in meetings, there's no reason not to. And like Leon said, just click the live button and go live. Now, everybody knows, because I've told them on so many interviews, I have got a studio full of gear. But... When I was in the military, they did call me Magneto because everything I touch breaks. So <laughs> fancy microphones don't even work. <laughs> they just look nice. We've got a light thing here, but that, that's on. That's great. Doesn't really do anything. But you don't have to have all the gear to go live. A laptop, even a phone. Actually, I think the phone, if you're doing it a live just on your own, a lot, the phone is absolutely fantastic. If you have got an iPhone that's, a, I don't know, an 8, and over, then it, it's great for video quality anyway. Um, just click the live button and speak, um, regardless of where you are at the kind of level of business. I think you can kind of, there's a good time to get out there and speak to people. We've had so many people that we've worked with, our Sigma side clients, that we've said to the directors, just get on. And actually, if you're a business that's currently operating, just go live and just say to everyone, do you know what? Thanks very much for your support because everybody who's still buying from us, we can't do maybe most of the other products. Again, I use the pub as an example. The um, They can't do the, the amount of revenue they were doing before because they can't sell the beer. They can't do sit-down meals and upsell drinks and stuff like that. They're just getting by with kind of takeaway option food. And we've done a, a live to say, yeah, well, do you know what? Thanks very much for all of the local community that supported us by coming and buying their fish and chips on a Friday and things like that because it means a lot and it really helps the business going. So I would say, yeah, do things like that and scheduling posts. Yeah, don't don't schedule. Look at your next holiday straight after the bloody coronavirus outbreak uh, update daily. That is awful. <laughs> That's literally awful. Um, guys, 
Thank you so much for joining me today. I really, really appreciate it. Just in case anybody needs to get hold of you or they want to work with you, um, then quickly give them, a, we'll fly, fly past everyone and just give them a quick reminder about who you are, what you do and how they can get hold of you. Right, Connor, you ready? Yep, fire away. All right, guys. So if you own a fitness business and you're looking to sell more of your fitness products or services, I'm a copywriter in the fitness industry. So if you would like me to help you with your advertisements, with your website so that they're actually converting more, whether it's attracting leads or actually collecting customers, then just visit my Instagram, Connor C. Grover. That's the best place to get me if you just go there. And then my bio pretty much explains it all in terms of how to get in touch with the process. Um, if you're a lady 50 plus watching this as well, my, my gym business that's online, if you're actually looking to get in shape, you can go there as well. But I'm, I'm pretty sure that might not be your target audience, uh, Stefan, on this show. But if there is any there anywhere, um, obviously come with me for that as well. Happy days. Awesome. Thank you, Connor. And over to you, James. Uh, so I'm James the Thai Guy Hutchison. Um, I run uh, Silk Thai Company and also the Monthly Thai Club. So my mission is to help busy men look better without having to go shopping and worry about choosing. Uh, you can find me or my business at www.themonthlythaiclub.com um, and we ship the worldwide. So that's what we're doing at the moment. So awesome, 100% Silk Thais, no shopping and no social thing thing. Awesome. Cheers. Cheers, James. I love them ties. I think they're wicked as well. And guys, remember, you can save a bit of money at the minute because you can order the ties, but you don't actually have to spend any money on trousers. So, time <laughs> save a money saver. Ties are required. Trousers are optional. <laughs> that was a good one, Stefan. So, um, as I said, I'm Leon Street, the only one that exists, um, and it's because of the silent E at the end of my um, surname. So, actually, you can find me on every social media channel, and there's only me. Um, I'm a visionary marketing coach, and I'm going to help businesses grow from 6,000 to 100,000 to over a million pounds with marketing campaigns that I coach and mentor them on. So, if you want some help and you want to actually get help from somebody who has proven that, and done it with clients before please reach out to me um i don't bite <laughs> awesome thanks leon once again guys thank you so much for joining me i really appreciate it guys remember everyone's giving up their time here today to try and share some information that you can help and we've definitely got some knowledge bombs that you can implement into your business straight away so if you do know anybody that you think could benefit from watching this video then please tag them and share with them that would be amazing and again to everybody who's viewed thank you so much for viewing the show and sharing and liking and sharing your comments um because it's been absolutely amazing so just in the last week we're well up to well over thirty thousand viewers uh we're, we're trying to go our goal is one million by the end of may so let's go let's smash it let's try and help as many people as possible with this with the digital commando show so I'll leave it there for today. Make sure you join us later on today. So that we're not doing one show a day. We're, we're one show a day. We're doing two shows a day now. So later on, we've got three more fantastic marketers that are going to be on the show at 8 p.m. So make sure you tune in live and um, think of your questions before. Guys, thank you very much. Have a fantastic day. Thank you very much. And um, everyone, stay safe, and we'll see you at 8 p.m. Catch you later. Later.